How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G-A-L-D-E-M G-A-L-D-E-M This song is good. Hello and welcome to Galdem's first ever podcast. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name's Liv, I'm Galdem's founder. And for those of you who don't know, Galdem is an award-winning media company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives and creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. Hello, I'm Charlie. I'm the head of editorial at Galdem and I'll be co-hosting our podcast with Liv. We're super excited to be starting our journey with you. Each week we'll invite a guest to respond to old diary entries, letters or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up with Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome Welcome to our podcast, Growing Up with Galdem. This week on Growing Up With Galdon, we are joined by the phenomenal, the incredible, the talented Neo. It's no kind of secret that here at Galdon, we are absolutely huge fans of her. Everything she does, her work, her music, her voice is beautiful. It's a blessing. And we are so excited to have her with us today. I feel like she needs little to no introduction to our audience. You probably remember that we had her as our third print issue cover 
And me and Charlie kind of reminisce very, very fondly on the performance that she did at our launch party. I think that was just one of the most kind of special moments that we've had in the past kind of five years doing the work that we do. So we are just blessed and we are honoured and we are humbled and we are so thrilled that you're with us today. So we're really excited to have you here. Hello. Wow, wow, wow. I can't believe you gave me such a lovely intro. (laughs) You're amazing, so... (laughs) It is absolutely deserved. (laughs) Just to get straight into it, a couple of weeks ago was the two-year anniversary of your incredible sophomore album, Saturn. We really resonated with Saturn a lot. I couldn't believe it had been two years, and you kind of wrote on Instagram that the album changed your life. Could you tell us about the changes that it brought? You mentioned the Grammys and your first baby. I'd love to hear a bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Saturn was an interesting time in my life when the album was written because I was going through like really big changes. I was like, you know, coming up to my late 20s, had been living life one way and like suddenly it was just like, oh, do you know what? It's not working for me. And like with that, everything just fell apart, which is crazy, but it did. And I was like in this relationship with a guy that actually I really loved. He's amazing, but it just wasn't the right person. That's all, you know? And and I think it's really difficult when you really do like love someone, but they're just not the right person. It's like even harder to break up. Do you know what I mean? So that was happening. And then my career was like really taken off, but it was in a great way, but it was taken a lot out of me and I didn't realise it at the time. So I hit burnout really quickly and so like just so honestly that like, so much was going on and then I was writing Saturn and that was like kind of talking about all of those those pieces of my life that was like kind of broken for a little minute and so when I wrote that tweet a couple of weeks ago being like it changed my life it really did because after the album was complete and it came out then some really beautiful things happened which was like I found someone new and we had a baby together and then also like Saturn kind of just did really amazing things like Grammys which is something I just associate Grammys with like Hollywood do you know what I mean like like Hollywood and you're like the biggest pop stars on the planet so to be doing what I do and coming from where I come from in South Woodford in East London like I don't know I was just like that's crazy so I just felt like a real real like achievement and and also you kind of question yourself all the time whether you're doing the right thing like am I doing the right thing am I making the right music is this what I'm supposed to be doing and so when you do get a little like pat on the back it's good (laughs) it's like okay cool (laughs) I love that I love that Grammys from East London yes (laughs) um in terms of what this period has looked like for you you've kind of spoken about you know falling in love and and eventually having a baby what has it been like for you the past kind of like six months nine months in this kind of unprecedented and crazy time bringing you know a a new small human into into this world oh it's been wild it's been wild (laughs) um yeah it's been honestly it's been crazy and I had my daughter peak 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 lockdown I don't know it's kind of like hard to remember everything because it all all this period of time just kind of merged into one big blur but I don't know if you remember like peak lockdown was like nobody was outside 
all the shops were closed. Like right now, I feel like they're still open. I don't know what's going on outside, but like all the shops were closed. Like you couldn't go into anybody's houses. Like it was, it was really strict. Um, and so I had my daughter in that time and also the hospitals weren't letting in birthing partners. So I had her during that time. And like, I think the thought was like, I had a few friends being like, you must be so grateful that she came during this time. Cause you know, you don't have to go out and the world slowed down. And I was just like, do you know what? I would have chosen probably not to have her in this time because you know when you when someone is born you get a celebration of life like your family gets to come and meet them and people get to come and help you and but this was very different it was quite uh tough you had to work through a pandemic and then a, a birth and then also like protest was happening outside so it was it was a wild time you know but like six months has passed and things are a lot better were you able to sort of do that celebration of of her life with your family a bit later on, like in summer or, you know, have your have your parents been able to meet her and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, little drips and drabs. Because, like, yeah, exactly, again, just, like, trying to navigate lockdown, isn't it? Because I've got family in Nottingham and, like, they're in another, they're in, like, tier two, whatever that means, so they can't travel. But then London's out. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Basically, not like the proper proper but like in jibs and jabs people have been able to meet her but like yeah yeah this you I think you're maybe the second or third like new mother that I've spoken to that has like had this experience in in lockdown I interviewed Rachel Ammer recently who just gave birth to her first child and my cousin also had a baby during this time and yeah I can't I completely can't imagine what what it what it must be like but in terms of the extract that you sent over it would be incredible if you could read through that for us um, and then we'll have a little bit of a chat. Hey Sam, session with the nook went really well. We actually ended up doing a duet type tune which is cool. We'll send it over when he sends it to me. Plus I've got some other nuggets from him to work on. He wants to work with me again soon which is so cool. Neo, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That was really cringy. That was very cute. It was very Could you give us a bit of context to that email? Because I think I sense what what this track was that you might have recorded with Anup, but I feel like for some of our listeners, they they might not be so sure. Well, this email is sent in 2014, and this is the beginning, the very, very, very beginning of Neo. Um, and this is when I'm starting to like write songs and like trying to find my sound and like I'm basically kind of doing a lot of the production myself and with a couple of friends but it's like very very like small and like I this is like my first big session so this is me going into a session with an artist called AK Paul and who has a brother called Jay Paul um, which like they were like really big on the internet at the time like kind of like this like underground uh, internet sensation everybody they were like really mysterious and like nobody had worked with them nobody knew who they were and then suddenly I had like this session with Aiko Paul and I was just like ah I was gassed that's my gassed and so did you get like a little like email from them being like do you want to come and do a secret session or was it like your management hooked you up or so I made some like rough demos and I think my manager had just sent it to him on the off chance. He was like, I mean, this will probably never happen, but you just never know it. You just got to yeah, try it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went to the session. It was like my first proper session with someone that wasn't my friend or like just me in my bedroom. And um, it was also like the first time of, of 
that's probably the first moment where I knew that my sound was going to begin to change because before that I was making a lot darker stuff I was listening to a lot of burial I was listening to a lot of James Blake little dragons it was really electronic and then when I went to AK Paul they were experimenting with a lot of like funk R&B and it was like quite demo-y quite rough around edges and I was like when I did that session when I wrote the song so good with him it came so easily and I thought uh, it came easily and I was like writing music shouldn't be hard so I said this is this feels like what I should be doing it's just it was the natural language that I sung so from there we did so good and then I sort of traveled along that trajectory of making uh, my own sound from there. In terms of kind of developing your kind of like confidence as a as a as a musician did you always have kind of confidence in yourself at this early stage was that something that you had to work on? No, no confidence. I don't have shit. <laughs> no, I don't know what I was doing. Um, but you just, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. Do I have confidence? Do you know? What? I think I had. I, I think I had a facade, like a, a a persona. Do you know what I mean? Um, I used to be a singer for like wedding bands and birthday parties and things like that. And when you're singing in that capacity you kind of like you jump on stage and you're like what's up everybody you have a good time and like you have to really speak to the audience and really get them going but I'm not like that at all so you you develop like a little persona that you step into so perhaps that's like where an my... alter ego of some sorts isn't it <laughs> Sasha Fish <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a part of that traveled along with me in becoming Naya and being able to go on stage and, and do what I do is kind of just like, um, yeah, maybe stepping into this other self to be able to, to be able to appear more confident than I probably am. Yeah. That's really interesting. This idea of another self and something I can definitely empathize with as someone who was very shy when I was younger. And then I was like, I had to teach myself how to be confident. Um, were you kind of the same? Like, were you quite a shy kid or, or were you like, a bit more bouncy when you were younger yeah I was the same as you I was the same very shy and you know when you're like when you're younger you just want to fit in don't you Mm. and somehow you stumble on something that like works for you and I think what worked for me I remember was like banter I think I remember like like telling jokes or like banter and that was where I like hid do you know what I mean just like always just telling really shit jokes (laughs) or whatever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um but that was you know you just use that as a way of like disguising like actually how you really feel which is like quite uncomfortable in your own skin um so so I I do remember being quite similar to you Charlie mm-hmm. well I remember when I first started doing like public speaking and appearances I'd get so nervous that my stomach would have like all sorts of crazy reactions like I'd be running to the toilet I'd be like oh I can't do it and you really do have to like yeah you do have to find a way to step into some kind of other part of yourself or like a ver- some other version some new version of yourself in order to Absolutely. be able to like perform in a way because it is you know it is it is a it is a performed version of of yourself so yeah I mean we we, we all have it. Absolutely. Could you talk to us a little bit about your kind of beginnings in the music industry and 
like you kind of did session singing and and teaching do you do you believe that that was like a good way to to start your musical career I know obviously yes because it what it, it's worked for you but um but for like I don't know some some um we have a lot of kind of like aspiring musicians and creatives and and people that listen to our show and that follow and that read Galdem so it'd be great if you could offer some of your nuggets to them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I came into the, the music industry, industry, I'd say quite late. You know, I, I quite late. Uh, so I do think it was a really good foundation, actually, when I, in hindsight, like, everything, I did everything. There's nothing I didn't do. I was a vocal teacher. I was a choir teacher. I sung in choirs. Um, I taught harmony. I wrote harmony. I've sung in wedding bangs, as you know, and sung for other people's projects and wrote my own. Like, I did it all because I knew that, like, in no matter what capacity I wanted to do, I just knew I wanted to do music. And it didn't matter in what capacity I wanted to do it. And and, and, and also, I guess I, a part of me sort of believed that I wasn't really made for, like, being an artist as well. Being British and being black, um, there wasn't enough of us as singers growing up like we could probably count the um, um, amazing talented women that are out there on both hands and um, so yeah I was a singer in every capacity like I was a vocal coach I was a singing teacher I was a wedding singer I sung um for other people's projects I did everything before I did my own music and um I think I was just gassed because I never thought that being an artist was possible so the fact that I was a singer and actually able to make a living was like enough um but then at some point it wasn't enough because artistically I wasn't saying what I wanted to say I think um and so uh, you know, I thought, oh, it's time to, like, take a risk, I guess, at, like, becoming an, an artist. But it was hard because you want to look at other examples and just be like, yeah, who can I who can I do it like? But in the UK, um, being a singer and being Black, there's only a few that have, like, been able to come to the forefront, even though there's, like, tens of thousands of many amazing artists out there. Um so it was kind of a bit like, is it even possible? But um, luckily in 2014, there was like a kind of like internet movement, SoundCloud, where <laughs> where it was kind of like, it took the power out of the music industry's hands and it put it into the power of the listeners and the listeners and the audiences across the world could choose what they like and it didn't matter what you look like. You know, they just liked your vibe or they didn't. And that's how I came up through SoundCloud. I came up at the same time as like the internet, um, Kate Trinada, uh, uh so many, uh, Miramasa, so many, uh, like, SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I guess that one of the points that stood out there for me, firstly, I'm like, what does one have to do to get award-winning Neo to perform at their wedding? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a long shot. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, but secondly, I just was kind of quite interested in this point that you mentioned about, like, there's not a lot of visibility, I guess, in terms of people who you can directly look up to. Was there anyone that, that, that you kind of were able to look up to in like a UK kind of context or? I definitely could look at, back at artists that I love. Do you know what I'm saying? But I, I knew I had to do it differently, to be honest. So at the time, I don't think I could say there was anyone that looked like me 
that did it the way that I did it. And I'm not saying that in an egotistical way. I just meant that it was a, it was like a very particular journey because I think before that, how would artists that wouldn't necessarily be able to get a foot through the door would try and do things, say like X Factor or The Voice or, you know, wait to be signed and things like that. So it's, it was difficult to get your foot through the door. So there wasn't anyone necessarily that I thought had done it necessarily that way yet but but there's so many artists in the UK that I respect especially looking back like you know you had to remember like Shola Amma and like Cleopatra <laughs> so amazing that was so sick um that obviously like paved the way for artists like me to come do you know what I mean in the future and be able to do it a bit differently so I obviously thank thank those artists that I haven't even given enough said their names to for like paving the way basically Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I, I wanted to to, to ask a, a question on whether you kind of view yourself as a as like being a collaborative artist. It's one of my lockdown songs has been um, you and Leanne Havis's woman. So it'd be amazing to hear a little bit about how that track came about and like what the response has been like to that as well. Yeah, so the collaboration with Leanne Le Havis just came about, it was quite organic, you know, um, she's a sick musician. 
And I actually haven't performed, collaborated with many female artists. So we we started this song before lockdown and I finished it during lockdown um, and put it out during lockdown. So we made our video <laughs> both on green screens in separate spaces. Um, but I'm really pleased with how the song came together. And I thought it was as a wicked message woman about just, yeah, it's a female empowerment anthem. That's what it is. I saw that, I think it was with um, Carla Marie, maybe, um, that you guys had been doing a kind of academy-type mentorship thing for younger Black women. It would be amazing to hear a bit more about that and why why it's important for you to kind of bridge that gap and be that person that can kind of help to facilitate learning um, for a younger, for, for the next generation, I guess. I've been a part of, like, two different projects the one with Carla Marie. Carla Marie is amazing. She's a songwriter um, from the UK that's just been smashing it uh, since forever. She's waiting for like Beyonce, some of the biggest artists in the world. But she also runs an incredible program called, called Girls I Rate. And she just sort of like picks up all these amazing women, basically young girls who like uh, want mentorship or just want advice or want experience within the music industry with making music, writing music. A&R and everything and she just helps them like get their foot through the door and gain experience so she started a mentoring program as well which she invited me to do and just talk about the journey that I've that I've been on and and she invited others on as well so and then another one that I've um helped put together was a course called 3T which is about getting black women and women of colour into live music so sound engineering and lighting engineering and stage tech like all the all the techie stuff that's like naturally sort of men dominate basically just because that's I can see I were nodding along being like yes I know yeah you know <laughs> you know there's just spaces isn't it that like you know men men are like at the forefront of and I think women are more than capable but are like if you don't see yourself, you may not know that it's, it's a space that you can also operate in as well. So we designed a course called 3T, which was about getting 10 black women and women of colour into training them up as sound engineers, tour managers, everything in live music. And we did that over a course of 12 weekends. And it was an amazing, amazing, amazing. These women were incredible. They already had the experience, do you know what I mean? But it was just another way to like, just to step everything up and just to be able to we did 10 because we wanted to be able to give them placements finding placements on tours after after the course was done um so yeah so that was that was a success and we're just waiting for for touring to start again of course literally that's the thing <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing I think that's so important um I, I'm I'm interested to know like what what you get I guess in a sense from from that kind of like mentor dynamic um on a personal level because I feel like whenever I do any work with young people as much as it being like oh this person's coming in to speak and like offer advice I always come away being like rah I've learned so much you lot are so much smarter than me like I actually can't cope um what what has that what has that been like for you it's been great to be honest I think just I think it's in any capacity doesn't it it just feels like the right thing to kind of give back and to help lift people up and you just think to yourself like when I was their age like I wish that I there was that I was involved in like that I could have gone to like mentoring programs and things like that do you know what I mean just to kind of help steer the way and often it's nothing profound you're not saying anything particularly 
groundbreaking, but it's just these little pieces of ingredients which just adds to your own cake. <laughs> Sorry. That was a terrible analogy, by the way. No, no. I mean, I get it. It's good. We love it. <laughs> um, in terms of you on a personal level, have you had like kind of mentors and people that have really shaped and guided you through your journey? Um, and like, has that been something which has been useful? I think often people kind of ask like, how do I go about getting a mentor? Or, like, you know, do you have a mentor and, and, and that sort of thing? So I think it's kind of important to shine light on, on, on you know, people who have seemingly made it, you know. Yeah, sure. I don't think I had like a mentor, like someone specifically assigned. Um, but there's people now that I look back that became mentors without realizing. Um, there was an amazing guy called Tony Lee that used to work. Um, he used to put together this kind of like singing club in Walthamstow, which is in East London, and like, w- like kids from all around London would just come to the singing club and we would just sing everything Mary J Blige um I don't know boys to men <laughs> and it was so incredible because we were singing in front of each other and it, it built our confidence do you know what I mean like when you can sing in front of an audience or speak in front of an audience it's terrifying but it builds your confidence and as we know that confidence it it like it travels through every other part of your life so um it helps every other part of your life, should I say. So he did so much for me and I didn't know that until now. Um, and other just like musical teachers that I've had in my life. My piano teacher, who was 93. Um, oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was amazing. Um, um, a singer called Eska Mutanguazi, who's an incredible jazz singer. Uh, uh, not jazz singer actually but she does jazz and experiments with folk but she again was someone else at 16 who just came along to teach for a few sessions and I was in awe of her she was incredible woman who was making music that was um across genres so there's just been amazing inspiring people that have that have that just you know, they just come into your life you may not even be seeking out a mentor but they're just they're just around and you don't know it at the time it just happens exactly. That's what I found. On the point of mentors, which I think is a really important thing and, and a point that you've raised is that these are kind of, these are people who who kind of enter into your life. And I think for me personally, I've never sought out a mentor, but like you say, it's been someone who I've met that's impacted my life and that's been a kind of ongoing relationship or for that moment or whatever it is. And I think it's, it, I think it's, it's kind of important to look at mentors and people that you learn from in, in, in as organic of a way as, as possible. I guess finally, it would be really wonderful to hear on any kind of advice that you would offer to the Neo who in 2014 was kind of writing this extract and maybe like closer to the start of of her journey. Anything that you wish that she had known at that point in time? I wish I could tell her to um, slow down, I think. I was so scared that I was going to lose everything that was coming that I like basically burnt myself out and did too much and gave too much and actually like the importance of balance is so important across life because what's the point in like you know going out 100 miles per hour if your health is only operating at 50 percent and um and that's where I found myself and so I think that's the advice I'd give myself you know just slow down and just find balance yeah, I think I think that is so key. And I think it's 
it's such a shame that it takes so many of us until the point at which we've reached that stage, until we are completely exhausted and burnt out and have like nothing more to give, that we then sit and we reflect and we say, okay, actually, no, it's definitely in finding ways to to recognise when we're maybe teetering on that kind of burnout thing. Um, so I think that's a brilliant piece of advice and one that I'm sure lots of us, myself included, need to need to hear. And in terms of like where your younger self, like what your younger self would think of where, where you are now, like would she just be gassed and so happy for you, proud, pleased, not believing it? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope, I hope that like she, I hope that my younger self realises that this is enough, that like you don't have to keep like wanting more and more and more because like more never ends and just to be kind of like satisfied with where you are and, and all the beautiful things you have in life at the moment and just be more present so uh, I hope that yeah she sees us that's what I'm trying to do <laughs> I hope so mm. well thank you thank you so much for carving out time I know that you've got like a small baby and so much stuff happening and but Thank you so much. It's been incredible to hear from you as always. And like, of course, we wish you the best of luck with everything that is coming. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Have a lovely end to week. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this week of Growing Up with Galden with the incredible Neo. As you can hear, we are huge fans. It was incredible to hear from her on her journey, the lessons that she learned and the fact, you know, that if she was going to do it again, she would do it in a similar way. She would she would try things out. And I think that's kind of an excellent lesson, an excellent thing, you know, to give it all a go. And also, at the end, I think um, it was really important to hear from her on the importance of just slowing down. And I think this has been a time when we've been reminded that, yes, there are moments for go, go, go and try it all. And there are also moments for rest and retreat and introspection. Um, thank you so much for listening this has been growing up with galdem if you have enjoyed it please do head to our website become a member subscribe tell your friends about it we appreciate you listening week on week and yeah we hope that you've enjoyed this episode we'll see you next week this has been an ii studios production thank you so much for listening we really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune into the next one you can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review, rate us, and subscribe. It really helps the show. And if you'd like to find out more about Galdem, you can head over to our Instagram page at Galdemzine. That's G-A-L-D-E-M-Z-I-N-E. Or you can visit our website, which is G-A-L hyphen, which is important, D-E-M dot com. Galdem has a book which is out now. It's called I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. You can find it in all good bookstores or online. Thank you so much for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.